gentlemen welcome to another episode of emmerich's weekly i am your co-host chad didemenesis and as always joined by keith wozniak from let's go emmerich's keith playoff time in rochester absolutely we can finally put that little uh clinching x next to the emmerich's name and uh yeah with six games left in the season it is a going to be a wild ride to see where they fall and who they play and uh, how they finish up. So it was a little bit interesting that kind of, I guess, kind of how that all took place to me yesterday when they were down a three to one at one point. Is that, is that right? Yeah, there was uh, a few different clinching scenarios on Saturday. It, it, you know, it came in play with uh, Belleville losing in some way and then Cleveland losing some way and Belleville won and then Cleveland lost in overtime. So it was down to the Amherst just needing at least a point to clinch. Uh, they were down, yeah, they were down three to one after the first period. And then, yeah, when the final buzzer sounded, they won six to four. So it was quite the comeback with three goals in the third period. Four sure. goals. Four, four goals, goals, third period. Okay. Okay. That's Can't impressive, be. right? Uh, I guess the place we should start is the. Uh, the new forward you have that is extremely tall. Uh, finally, we talked about it numerous times throughout the entire season, pretty much. Uh, finally, Tage Thompson sent down to Rochester, and you know there was fears of maybe him having some confidence issues or being upset or maybe lack of chemistry. Well, in two games, it looks like he kind of fits right in down there. <laughs> yeah, the guy uh, just you know what he's it's kind of like we talked about with Remy Ellie came down and he fit right in and just. Yeah, you know, it's like he's amazing. He probably should have been here all season, right? Yeah. He's like he's but, like the, he's the tweener. You know, he's – in a way, it looks like he's probably too good to be in the AHL, but he's really not good enough to be in the NHL. So it's kind of – he's like he's like one of those tweener guys, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, in, you know, two games already, he has uh, two goals and two goals and two assists. Mm-hmm. No, three three goals in an three assist. Three goals, yep, two, yep, yep. Wow, I need to get my number straight today. <laughs> um, yeah, three goals and an assist. Uh, he came down on Thursday and joined the Emmerichs for practice. And you know what? Sometimes when guys come down here, you can kind of judge. Yeah, you know, right? You know, they maybe they say the right things, but you know, you can tell they're just not too happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, Tage was the complete opposite. He was, you know, what he was on the ice and during practice, you could see him talking to everyone. Um, you know, just looked like he was enjoying himself. And, uh, you know, afterwards he just talked about, you know, how great it is to come down to a, you know, said winning culture and fun atmosphere. And, you know, just kind of talked about how much fun it was in the locker room. Um, you know, he kind of knows a lot of the guys from camps last summer. So 
you know, it wasn't like he was tossed into a, you know, a right. brand new situation. Right. You know, Friday night, he kind of got it off to a rough start. Uh, you know, and can't really blame him. It's, you know, first game with a, essentially a new team. Mm-hmm. You know, on Twitter, a lot of people saw him. He kind of make a joke. He did his, you know, kind of Tage Thompson toe drag giveaway. Uh, <laughs> You know, he kind of coughed puck up at the blue line, and then kind of his highlight play before things settled down was airmailing the puck from behind his own goal line all the way down ice over the opposing goalie and into the net. So, I mean, you got to say that's well, so we should clarify into the net out of play, oh, yeah, into the net, yeah, not yeah. into the actual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been, you know, if it would have hit the goalie and or even gone in, that would have been You're right. You know, Sports Center top ten. Yeah, <laughs> no, went out of play and he had a delay game penalty. Um, you know, ended up costing the Emmerichs a goal. But yeah, he said afterwards that's the first time he's ever done something like that. So I kind of joked around that maybe someone left the back door open. And there was a tailwind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, after that, he kind of settled down and you know he was playing with a couple good players. So Kevin Porter had him settling down and. You know, one of the things he said after the game was, you know, it's kind of good to, you know, even though he made mistakes, you go right back out and play. Um, You know, he was able to recover from them and just keep playing. It wasn't just, hey, sit on the bench and think about what you did and sulk for the next, you know, 20 minutes. Right. So So he's playing with Porter and who else? uh, Porter and CJ Smith. He played with um, both, um, you know, kind of the end of the third period on Friday. Things kind of changed up a little bit because CJ wasn't feeling well, but. Yeah, that's who he's playing with. He played all uh, Saturday with them as well. So that's kind of an interesting thing, you know, when you say that, you know, putting with Porter and even Smith to an extent, uh, you know, in, instead of putting him with guys like Asplund, or I guess you really can't put with that many other rookies because the rest of the rookies are up in Buffalo, but, you know, it, it's putting him with a veteran AHL player and then another, in a way, I think an experienced AHL player. And so it's, I, I think, you know, off to me is a good decision to put him in that role instead of putting him with a guy like Asplund, who's a rookie, and maybe they could have their struggles together. It, like you said, he put him with a veteran who maybe you know helped him along through the game and kind of settled him down when it was rough to start. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like uh, you know Olson going up to Buffalo and you know playing with or anybody going up to Buffalo and playing mm-hmm. with Michael. Yep. You know, you're going to play with somebody that's going to help you be set up for success in your first game. And, you know, somebody who's going to kind of show you the ropes and, yeah, keep things settled down, talk to you, and get you through it. And, you know, I think that's exactly what happened on Friday night where they were able to kind of work through it. Um, you know, and then he had the – scored the Emmerich's first goal on Saturday night just kind of using his big size and, you know, his stick got in the way of a puck and he was able to score again. So, yeah, he's a overall great addition. And, you know, at the you know he's put in every position from – taking face-offs to, you know, penalty kill, the power play to, you know, end of the game, you know, six mm-hmm. on five. So, you know, one of the benefits to the American League we've talked about is guys can play in every position and, right, right. you know, play in every spot to kind of get your feet wet and, yeah, play in those new spots that you haven't been able to and essentially get your confidence back more than anything. Yeah, and then that's good. So, we'll, you know, we'll keep an eye on that moving forward, but that's definitely – Good early results, but he wasn't the only new guy that Rochester got. Casey Fitzgerald uh, signed this week, 2016 third-round pick out of Boston College. Uh, for me, a little bit surprising that they did sign him. Uh, his college career was, I would say, average, and he wasn't a bottle pick, yet here he is, and he made his debut yesterday. In, or Did he play Friday and Saturday or just Saturday? No, he just played Saturday night. Okay, and how did he look? 
yeah, he, you know, he fit right in. Uh, the, you know, kind of the, talking about the Emmerich 6 4 comeback win. If you look at their defense with, uh, you know, everybody up in Buffalo. Right, right. Um, you know, they had a ECHL guy in Arvin Atwal, who's, you know, he was here last year as well. Um, who else we have? Kurt Gosselin, who was another unsigned, you know, undrafted college player they signed mm-hmm. yep. a few weeks ago. And then, yeah, Casey Fitzgerald came in. Um, you know, he had one in a morning skate under his belt. Uh, one practice on Thursday as well, and yesterday when he played, he fit right in. Uh, he had 2.9 as well. He had two assists. Yeah, there's really not much sailing from one game other than, you know, one goal he set up uh, just passed from behind the net to Brandon Hickey, who sent it up to Romielli and scored. Yeah, another assist along the wall. He won a puck battle and got the puck free to uh, Kyle Criscolo, who set up Eric Cornell for the game-winning goal. So, yeah, just another player who stepped right in and, you know, had an immediate impact. From talking to him, you know, it's kind of same thing. He came into familiar territory. He's been at, I think, three development camps already. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so he knows a lot of these guys, knows the coaching staff. So it was, you know, he's just another guy that talked about fun atmosphere and winning culture coming in and, you know, stepping right in and helping out. Uh, you mentioned him, so I guess we should ask about him. He's not, he's not flashy like Fitzgerald or Thompson, but how did uh, how Goslin do in his, his few appearances he's had there? Yeah, same thing. It's, you know, you kind of wonder about, you know, are these guys going to fit in, especially in, you know, important games. And, yeah, just step right in. And, you know, they didn't look out of place at all. Um, you know, no, they're not, no, you know, Will Borgen or Lawrence Pilot, but, right. um, you know, what you can contribute and help your team win and get some points and not, you know, not be a liability at this time of year. It's going to be impressive. And, Kind of impressive the way uh, with the Emmerich's defense this weekend that they were still able to get five out of six points this week. Yeah, definitely for sure. So the one thing I want to ask you about, I uh, I saw a little bit of it going around yesterday during the Emmerich's game when I was checking in. Uh, so Wedgwood, uh, if I'm not mistaken, has had some struggles as of late, and I guess that really can't be it can't be too promising how in the playoffs for a guy who's maybe kind of struggling here down the stretch. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Steve, who kind of writes for Die by the Blade as well, we have a fun thing going where it's Jinx Watch. Um, mm-hmm, right. You know, <laughs> we have an act of saying things, and then, you know, kind of the opposite happens. And, you know, it's ever since, it seems like ever since, kind of, we talked about him having a career year, things have kind of gone a little bit in the wrong direction in a way. Um, he was pulled in his two of his last three starts. And then Saturday, he kind of let a few goals, a couple goals in that I'm sure he'd love to have back. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmerich's kind of kept going, though, and that's one of the things you can say about this team is, you know, you'd say, well, your goalie kind of let you down, but, you know, players might hang their head and pout about it, but, you know, they kept playing and came back to win. Um, you know, it's kind of tough to say what it is, but there's just a couple of goals where, yeah, you'd think, yeah, you should have had those, and where you need your goalie to steal a win for you or just get a big save, but, yeah, they're just not coming, so it'll be... Interesting to see how things shake out over the next week, um, you know, and see how he settles down and, you know, probably talk to him to see, you know, if there's just his game's a little bit off or, you know, just having a bad week. So the main thing here, the main attraction, now the Amherst have clinched their playoff spot is while they're in the playoffs, things are really going to start to heat up this weekend when they have two games against Syracuse. Uh, there's a one, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a one point difference in the standings, right? Syracuse still leads by a point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Syracuse is up by a point, um, and each team has six games left. And they Syracuse Rochester played each other three more times. 
So this weekend, I guess to say to maybe underestimate a little bit is a uh, sort of important, you would say. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, you know, one of the things the Emmerichs talked about was wanting to clinch a playoff spot on their own terms, meaning get in with a win. Right. You know, they didn't want to have to get in because other teams lost. Um, you know, it's not that that would be a bad thing, but you want to get in on your own terms. So the next goal is after they've been sitting in first place through the North Division for most of the season, you know, they want that. Um, you know, it's obviously a badge of honor. So it's going to come down to, yeah, those six points are going to be a huge, you know, can a huge difference to see where they match up. And, you know, the two teams are going to have to play each other to get out of the North Division in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, if they make it to the second round. So in a way, it's a mini playoff series before the playoff series. The standings in the division. So I guess the second place team is going to end up playing Toronto. Uh, it looks like the first place team would play Belleville. And I would assume uh, from your standpoint, you would much prefer to play Belleville over Toronto. Yeah. They, um, you know, just talking about success throughout the season, they've beat Toronto more. Um, they've just fared better against them. Um, you know, we haven't really played Belleville that much, but it's one of the teams they have a losing record against. Hmm, interesting. So, you know, there's uh, Cleveland is making a push as well. So the, you know, it's going to be a wild ride, you know, not only between Rochester and Syracuse, uh, but that fourth and fifth, fourth and fifth spot because, you know, Cleveland is trying to make a push. Belleville's trying to hold on. They had that impressive, I don't know, like 16 game point streak or something crazy like that. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they fall. And, you know, in a way, Belleville is kind of the team that is more concerning than anyone else, which is, you know, up for debate from some people because, you know, they don't have the goaltending um, that maybe Syracuse or Toronto does. But, you know, when it comes to playoff, you almost look at head-to-head action compared to everything else. Yeah, I mean, Belleville, you know, that's the Ottawa, that's the Ottawa organization, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so that, I mean, so they have some guides on there. You know, Eric Brandstrom's a good, a really good defenseman who has a promising NHL career. Uh, once that season's over, they're going to send down a lot of those guys that, you know, that are in the AHL right now. So, I mean, I can kind of – I'm sorry, in the NHL right now with Ottawa. So, I can kind of see your points to that where maybe they're a sneaky – all their points in the standings aren't that great, but they're maybe a sneaky, tough competition in the first round. Yeah, that's, that's – you know, those guys, you know, you know, they, at least the Emirates are going to get a bunch of guys back as well, which is – Right, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, they're going to get guys down and, you know, it's – similar situation the way the season has gone in Ottawa they had a you know they had a good second half in Belleville so those guys are going to be looking to you know to prove something as well so they're you know they're kind of looking to make a name for themselves and make a push so it's going to be a uh, you know it's going to be challenging that's for sure there really isn't this season and there isn't any I don't know you say um, easy possible matchups right yeah right yeah that makes sense all right, so Keith Wozniak from Let's Go Amrix. You can follow him on Twitter at Let's Go Amrix. And make sure you check out all of his excellent content at letsgoamrix.com. So, Keith, we will be living vicariously through you here for the next few weeks to hopefully longer uh, with some playoff hockey. So the conversations here over the next couple of weeks should get very interesting as we prepare for the playoffs and start the playoffs. And then... Uh, we'll see when some guys start to trickle down. So, so if the Sabres defense ever gets healthy here, you'll get your defense back first because they're on emergency recalls, but you might not get Nylander and Olsen back till the end. But nonetheless, you know, once you get those guys back, it'll be, 
and it'll be good, I think, having some confidence of those players coming down. So that'll certainly help the Amherst moving forward. Yeah, uh, if you can please return them as you receive them, that would be appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I guess I'll just kind of leave you with one nugget. You know, the Amherst have 92 points right now. They're one point better than last season, where a majority of those points were from overtime or playoff or overtime or shootouts. And then uh, right now, the record has them kind of with wins, top 14 all-time franchise record. So nice, nice. depending on how these last six games go, they could be a, you know, kind of top, um, you know, top 10 team. And kind of for the six Amherst teams that won the Calder Cup, finished with at least 46 wins or more. So, you know, it's kind of a, a good territory to be in. Yeah, for sure. Very exciting. So enjoy the fun, high-stakes <laughs> matchup this weekend. Uh, and we'll talk next week all about it and see where the Amherst sit with only a few games left. Yeah, it's going to be a, a big weekend, so hopefully we'll have a, another positive conversation to talk about. All right, man, we'll talk next week. Take it easy. Yeah. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of everyone.